Welcome back to the Locks On Diamondbacks podcast, a part of the Locks On Podcast Network. Your team every day you're listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres on the pod today. We're discussing Tyler Gilbert's magical start against his team. What it feels like to be on the opposite end of a loss, especially a a tragic loss. And the state of the Padres right now, are they making the playoffs? So we get into a whole bunch of baseball talk today with Javi Reyes. But this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into that conversation with Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres. All right, back on the pod once again. You saw him before this series started, Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres, but now we got him on the pod post-no-hitter, post-series loss. Javi, how are you feeling right now? Not great, man. <laughs> Not great at all, dude. It's been, um, it was a pretty nightmarish weekend uh, in basically every single way. I talked about this on my pod on Monday. Um, but just to reiterate for your folks out there and mm. my folks too, who might've missed, you know, Pomeranz out for the season, Darvish heading to the IL and he got killed in his last start. Granted he was hurt, but like, you know, he suffered that thing, but only two and two thirds innings, I think it was in the Thursday game. And then on top of that, uh, what was it? What else? What else freaking happened? Oh yeah, that's right. They got no hit by a guy making his first start, which hadn't happened. I think since before what, like, 1953. Yeah, 1953. So like before the Cold War era, apparently, is is the last time this happened. So uh, it's not good. And I think it's compounded and it shows you how poor things are for the Padres right now, because this is a team that and I joked on the Twitter account about this, you know, originally Fangraphs had them ranked as and I think somewhat justifiably as the number one rotation heading into the season. Uh, all of a sudden has to sign Jake Arietta, who is not good and not great uh, and a little bit annoying too. So that's, that's kind of where they are. And um, I'm, I'm in a land of confusion and sadness. Uh, I used to be mellow about the team. Now I'm a little bit more like just clinging. I'm just clinging to life right now. I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to find the nanotech boxes to okay. give me some extra health, but I can't see them right now. You know what I mean? There's nothing in sight. Yeah, that's tough because, I mean, the D-backs have been dead in the water for a few months now, but for once, they're on the other side of history. I mean, we've seen D-backs make history, longest road losing streak in MLB history, but now Tyler Gilbert, you know it's been a long time when the last person to do something is named Bobo. The last person to throw mm-hmm. a, a no-hitter in his starting debut, Bobo Holloman, 1953. It's happened four times in Major League history, but the other two times, pre-1900. So the only person that saw it was probably Paul Francis Sullivan of Lockdown MLB. Shout out, Sully. So uh, there there's, hasn't been a lot of people around to see things like this happen. And it was a magical night for Tyler Gilbert. Family in attendance made his Major League debut earlier this month. I was glad to see the D backs finally come out on the winning end because knowing the D-backs, they probably, you know, the way this season has gone, uh, it felt like Gilbert might have given up a hit in the ninth inning or maybe uh, something else happened with Tori Lovello. I was fully expecting Tori Lovello to pull Tyler Gilbert for the ninth inning and put in like Matt Peacock or something to give up five earned <laughs> runs and let, let the Padres come back into this because that's how the series has gone. But after this weekend, 
was the game the lowest point of the season? Was was the Bumgarner domination the night before the lowest point of the season for Padres? Was the series? I mean, I I, w- I don't want to speak for you and your, you know, the Padres nation, but for the D-backs yeah. fans, I could definitely say this was the high point of the year. That's a fun, like, Oscars category for the Padres this year. Like, what mo- what was the down moment, right? The down moment, I think the nominees, the other, it's, it's obviously uh, our, our, our boy Gilbert here. Uh, mm-hmm. have obviously no hitting them not to throw any shade who knows maybe this is going to be one of those somewhat interesting not even really interesting not like he was a hyped up prospect but like yeah. a guy that comes out of nowhere who knows maybe three years from now now i'm hoping that gilbert has a great career because then three years from now if he's an all-star i'm like hey we happen to be the first victims what can i say but if he's just a scrub for me right out i'll be like oh that, that's even worse so that's obviously the nominee and then the other one is probably like the 24 to 36 hour period uh, involving this, you know, at the trade deadline for the Pirates, mm. which we talked about on our last crossover. And then on top of them not making a move for a big starter, which you could, we could debate and relitigate that on whether or not they should have. Uh, right now, it looks like they they probably should have. But uh, on top of that, in the game that night, uh, Tatis getting injured, that was uh, uh, absolutely awful. And on top of it, it was my birthday. So it wasn't great, but uh, definitely the Gilbert moment was. It just feels like it's because the Padres have, out of all the NL contenders, the worst record against teams below 500. And this really kind of enforced that. Now, I've always said that, you know, a month and a half ago, they dropped like a couple dumb games to the Nationals before the All-Star break. That's a little different. Like it's literally before the All-Star break. You know what I mean? But everyone's a lot of people are complaining about that from the Padres. And my thing is, well, it can reverse. We still have time. And we have a whole nother half of the season to go. And well, the whole other half of the season is underway and it's still those same feelings of playing down to your competition uh, seems to be happening with the Padres uh, in basically every sense. Um, and it's, it's nice that Tatis came back and saved what little hope we had from the weekend. Just an absolutely, I mean, truly Miller, like just unbelievable yeah. stuff. Like that's the stuff that stars are made from. And I really enjoyed the, everyone just kind of shushing a little bit for the Bryce Harper MVP train. I really find it convenient that everyone, just ignores that he too was out with an injury for a while. Like everyone's just kind of ignoring that. It's like, like, don't get me wrong. I actually am one of those people who thinks if the Phillies win the division, like, absolutely. I think it's really neck and neck between the two, especially if the stat discrepancy isn't too great, but everyone just got on this Harper bandwagon thing for a little bit. It's like, guys, you know, Tatis is projected to be back, right? Like he literally is. It's not like he's out for the season, but I guess that's what happened because people aren't following it maybe as closely as I am. But uh, yeah, in general, that was basically the only good thing from the weekend is seeing him come in and hit the two home runs. He even gets a, a single to start. Was it was a double to start? Yeah, a little double. dance at second base. Uh, it, it's 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 hope, I guess, with with this team that now all of a sudden might very easily concede the wild card spot to the Reds. Avi and I will continue our conversation, but if you want to bet on the Padres making the postseason or not, go to betonline.ag because they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 
promo code locked on. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to the pod. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a Bryce Harper train for MVP, and I guess it makes mm. sense. I'm looking at Harper's numbers now. Like, they're pretty pretty incredible. But, yeah, Tatis' mm. numbers are better across the board. But you can always play the game, uh, the games played game, I guess, with both of these guys as, yeah. if, you know, mm. did they play enough games? Tatis is probably a little bit tougher because he's only at 88 games right now. So even a guy like Bryce Harper has almost 10 games on Fernando Tatis, which is not a huge discrepancy in baseball. But looking at the standings, I'm looking at the wild card standings. Padre is only two and a half games up on the Reds right now. And I didn't know it was that close. I mean, I know the Reds yeah. have been kind of floundering, been getting hot more recently in the last couple of months, but I know they've been kind of an up and down team to start the year. Uh, but it seems like Luis Castillo is finally back on track after a pretty rough start to the season. So how worried are you about the Padres potentially missing the playoffs to a team like the Reds on their heels? I'm very worried. I've been worried for a while because I think what people got overshadowed now, what I love is now everyone's kind of picking up on this fact. So people who are probably listening to this are diehard baseball fans have probably heard this being tossed around because people like Jeff Patson wrote about it for ESPN. They mentioned on a bunch of articles. I think I saw some of the SB nation at the athletic. I mean, I should say, and people kind of bringing up the thing about how the reds have like the easiest remaining schedule of the teams in the national league while the Padres have the second hardest. Mm. Um, and that gets forgotten a little bit because you know, hang out the all-star break, you got Miami again, then you got Colorado, then you got Arizona, then you've got uh, currently Colorado again, then you've, you had Miami twice or whatever. Bottom line is they haven't played anybody any good until this upcoming series against Philly. And even Philly, it's not like they're a rock star team, but they're certainly better than what they've played recently. So it wasn't being talked about enough, in my opinion, that they really need to perform during this stretch. It's not like they won three out of four and got no hit, which would have been somewhat hilarious, by the way, especially if it happens like, on the Sunday game where like Tatis comes back and then the no hitter happens. That'd just be weird, but it's not like that. This isn't, it's, it's not just that they got no hit in a vacuum by the worst team in baseball. It's that they got no hit by the worst team in baseball when they really need to win. And they just, this isn't what playoff caliber teams do. They don't have their top guy looking basically mediocre ever since the sticky stuff cracked down. And on top of that, before he can start, maybe build some momentum back. He has the first good start against you guys. Then he gets hurt. And then Musgrove, that's the crazy part. He throws a no hitter earlier in the season against the Texas Rangers. It's the first in the Padres franchise history. And then the Padres get no hit later on in which a game that he started. And I think that he just had that one really bad kind of blow up inning, but nonetheless, it's still not a good team. You shouldn't be having, you shouldn't be making the D backs look respectable. And I mean that in the most respectful ways, they're just not a good team. So you shouldn't be having, you're going to drop games. You're going to. It happens. I think the White Sox this year have this weird, bad record against like, what is it Detroit or Seattle or Cleveland? One of those teams, like a not great team, and they keep losing to them. Like it happens for great teams. No one's doubting that Chicago is really good. It's just that the Padres consistently keep doing it. And it's compounded by the fact that they didn't do anything to address the starting pitching, which look, I love AJ Preller. I trust him. I still trust him because I'm not going to hate on the guy. But I'm hope I hope you know what you're doing, man. You know what I mean? I hope that this is this is going well because right now my thing is like you didn't do anything. Now all of a sudden we have to bring in Jake Arietta to hopefully fill in innings for us. This is supposed to be the best rotation in baseball. And look where we are now. 
Yeah, you should have brought in Merrill Kelly at the trade deadline, as I've been beating <laughs> the drum for. But yeah, I mean, the Padres are definitely, you know, scuffling a little bit right now. I think what made it, you know, I think if you were no hit by like a bum garner or Zach Gallon, it wouldn't have been as tough of a pill to swallow. You still never want to be no hit, but mm-hmm. at least it would have been like, all right, Gallon, he's a, you know, he's an ace of this team. Bum garner, he's been a World Series MVP. But Tyler Gilbert, 27 year old rookie, never starting before in the major leagues. Like it, it was just something that you read out of a storybook, out of a, you know, a script out of a movie. So to see that happen against the Padres, a team that we had such lofty expectations for entering the season, I think is what made it so confusing or, or, you know, just hurtful if you're a Padres fan, honestly. So I was happy as a D-backs guy to see it. I was like, finally, we get a series win against the, the, the Padres. We get a Bumgarner great start against the Padres because he struggled against the Padres in recent memory. And I just know you hate Bumgarner, so I was glad to see him get a <laughs> dub against the Padres. And the D-backs, they've been playing a little spoiler in the second half. Still, their record, I think, is, I'm trying to look at it here, 12 and 15 in the second half. So Nothing to write home about, but considering there were 26 and 66 in the first half, 28% winning percentage, I think a 444 winning percentage in the second half will make a lot of D-backs fans very happy. And all of a sudden, Gallon, Bumgarner, Kelly, and now Gilbert, we might have the best four-man rotation <laughs> in the NOS heading into next season. So we got to see what happens with Tyler Gilbert. If this rotation He's back, ladies up. and gentlemen. Miller strikes back. We're back, baby. After that series, we're feeling good again. Who knows hey, how many how many games are left? Uh, I don't know. What are we at right now? Like one twenty one, something like that. I'm D backs only twenty and a half back of the. <laughs> the I don't know, man. If they just win every single game, they might make a oh, a, a play. That's I mean, a wild card, actually. Never mind. And look, just just hearing your excitement, like this is gonna sound so patronizing, but it's like <laughs> okay. to a degree, I'm at least like if the Pirates are gonna get no hit. At least like I I because baseball isn't, and I feel like you and I have talked about this so much. It's so miserable to be a fan of bad teams in in, in baseball because in football, it's like, all right, you just have to deal with it once a week and Mm -hmm. you only do it like, and now going to be 18 weeks. And in basketball, usually when you're a bad team though, there's at least that like one player, usually like a draft pick or something like that, or you, or you get to look forward. You have this perverse, like watching of them where like you're hoping that they keep losing and it becomes more fun because yes, the the one draft pick could really make the difference in the NBA for Mm -hmm. baseball. It's like, if you're a fan of the Rockies right now, if you're a fan of, I don't know, who else is in the, who's in the AL West right now that I'm forgetting, but what will bottom line is if the you're Rangers. a fan of some of these, the Rangers, there you go. Like if you're a fan of some of these teams, it's like, what am I supposed to do? I only know, I know that we might be good in three years. We might be tolerable in three years. Like that's just such a tough pill to swallow. So I remember seeing you post your little video. I didn't appreciate the sham Diego Padres uh, <laughs> hashtag. That was totally uncalled for and uh, just, just unacceptable. It's why I didn't retweet it. I mean, I kind of did. I quote tweeted it with the Padres account. Hey. But I didn't retweet that. Before. If you didn't put sham Diego Padres, I would have retweeted it. So that was just totally disrespectful. After offering you my, uh, my love, you still just spat in my face like, you got overzealous i guess but uh no in in all seriousness it was look just trying to remove myself from it it's why sports and baseball is you know in particular could be so incredible like no one in their right mind would have had most people won't pick the Padres to get no hit at all i mean think about the teams that have got no hit this year you know it's like it's the the rangers twice the mariners i think twice and then the indians twice like very kind of lackluster teams it doesn't surprise you but then the padres especially when they're in the wild card hunt and they're having the reds catch up to them even when the reds aren't like on fire or anything 
it's just it, it drives you mad it drives you mad man and you know right now i think they're, they're, as we're recording this they're playing against the rockies who is another team that they like to make look like they're the 27 yankees apparently the, the colorado rockies uh, it's one one right now bottom of third uh but it's just uh i really think i really do think that the signing of jake arietta really is like the that's what if you're an outsider fan that's a really good summation of what's going on and what's wrong in, in Padre land right now. Javi and I will wrap up the pod in our discussion about the Padres and the D-backs, but this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts your car will need. Wine door often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com we all know we should be eating more fish to get our omega-3s and protein, but the seafood counter can be intimidating. Which fish tastes the best? What type of cut? Can you really be sure about the quality? Wild Alaskan Company takes the guesswork out of buying wild-caught seafood. Wild Alaskan Company delivers high-quality, sustainably sourced wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination, and every month there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium, wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and easy to cook. You can adjust, pause, or cancel your memberships anytime, and they offer 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature with Wild Alaskan Company. And right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB for $15 off your first box. wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. Make sure to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod. Yeah, once you're grasping for the straws of Jake Arrieta, who's got a year, right? Almost at a seven. I, I think you would rather just go with, a, you know, maybe someone from your minor league system or something like that. I mean, I know Jake Arrieta has big league experience, but the man just hasn't mm-hmm. been very good. The dude is hey. like what, <laughs> old, too. You know who'd be great right now? Luis Patino. But unfortunately, they gave him up in the Blake Snell trade. Um, so that's rough. And... Mackenzie Gore, the reports that are coming out is that's very unlikely he pitches for a while. He's still got this blister problem. So yeah, it, it, man, it's, it just like a lot of things have gone wrong. And I, I saw MLB like ranking the power rankings for top 10 teams in baseball. They had the Padres at seven still, or maybe it was seven or might, might've been eight. And my thing is like, dude, I could argue that you could put some other teams in there. I, I really do. I think that Everybody just likes the Padres and remember 2020 and they know that they have Tatis and Machado and Grisham and Pham and Cronenworth. They look at like the, the stars and I think they don't realize that they've actually been playing really poorly lately um, and that they're they're not matching the roster on paper right now at all. And since we're so far into the season, 
it's not like, you know, we're 40 games in and they're like, all right, let's relax. Darvish will be fine. And Darvish did pitch well at the beginning, but they think, oh, snow will be fine. It's whatever. Let's trust the things on paper, which mm-hmm. is what I always do. You got to at some point trust it is baseball after all. Um, but unfortunately, the Padres are proving some of the people who panicked about them early, uh, proving them right right now. And I hate proving people right. Yeah, and it's hard for me to get, like, too mad at Preller. I mean, Joe Musgrove was yeah, a great move. That's the thing. I mean, like, Musgrove, everything. Cronenworth, Fam, Grisham. I mean, like, people have to remember. That was like a – I know that Xavier Edwards might turn out decent for Tampa, but it's like they gave up Hunter Renfro, so that part isn't even part of it. And then you look at – you get Fam, who's a pretty good player. He's been in the slump for a while. But the biggest thing from that is Jake Cronenworth. And then they basically just robbed Trent Grisham from Milwaukee. They would love to have him right now. And they basically stole – um what's his face joe musker from the pirates so he, he's been the, like the one consistent pitcher basically for the team yeah so except for this past series so of course preller makes the moves yeah some of them have been worked out in hindsight but if you go back you know in real time you'd re, you would repeat any of these deals even in hindsight so you still got musgrove you're hoping darvish can get back to form get back to healthy blake snell i mean i think i'm just gonna write off blake snell for the end of the year unless you're mm-hmm. you know having home playoff games. That's the only way I would trust Blake Snell in a playoff scenario. But Nelson Lament, like he was someone we expected to have a pretty big role on this team and be, you know, a frontline starter. And he hasn't just, he hasn't been healthy the whole year pretty much. Right. He's only started yeah. nine games this season, 34 innings pitch. So it, you didn't expect to basically have a lost season from Lament. You didn't expect Blake Snell to all of a sudden become one of the worst pitchers in baseball. You didn't expect a, a crackdown on foreign substance that would take out your other ace pitcher in the middle of the season too. So I think there have just been some unfortunate circumstances that gone against some of these Padre moves, but I think even with hindsight, you still redo that Snell, Musgrove. I, I think yeah. you still redo all those deals. Mm-hmm. And look, they, they still got as much talent on paper as any team outside the Dodgers. Probably. I mean, you could compare them to the white Sox or pretty much any team in baseball, like from the rotation mm-hmm. to the lineup, to the bullpen, they match up uh, pretty well with just about any team in baseball. So yeah, the Padres are struggling. Yeah. They're, they're scuffling a little bit here, but uh, I, I would still, if I had to go to bet online and place a bet, I would bet on the Padres still to, to make the postseason most likely. I, I don't think I'm a big Cincinnati Reds guy, but I do like their, I mean, I don't know why the two Reds, guys aren't getting talked about more for MVP Mm -hmm. stuff with Jesse Winker and Castellanos. Like those two guys are balling. I think, I mean, I know Castellanos has missed some time, but I think he still played over a hundred games and Winker's played like 120 games and he's still having some, uh, he still has an insane stat line too. So I'm not too uh, worried about the Padres too much, but that kind of brings me up to my next question. Like we saw Tatis come back. He's playing a little outfield right now. And he came back. He was immediately good. You know, as we talked about, uh, he had what? two home runs in that one game. So yeah, Tatis is a stud. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. And remember, betting on the D-backs doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by BattleLine.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. And we'll either, for tomorrow's pod, continue today's conversation or an episode we recorded last week with Javi. And we still got one final part left with Sully discussing a field of dreams and doing our MLB power rankings. we got to finish that up, too. So we got like four pods on the back burner waiting to be dropped. So be on the lookout for all those. But as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. Deuces!